and we're live. There we go. Start mine. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess you're good. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's it. So, like, now what? Like, now what do we? What do we do? What do we talk about? What's what's like? What even happens here? How do you podcast? I don't know. Don't you know me? Just like babble about like nonsense for like an hour and then upload it to places, and then all of a sudden you're famous. That's what Joe Rogan does. Yeah, he just like, talks about DMA. Here, and, here, here. I, I don't even know what they're called, but. So, have you guys ever tried like? Have you guys? Have you guys ever DMT before? Jamie, pull up the video. I have a video. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's fucking Joe Rogan. Yeah, pretty much. So, like, so do we just have to get, like, DMT and a bunch of weed and Elon Musk on here, right? And then that's 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 about it? Drink Buffalo Trace whiskey and smoke some random cigars that he finds. Yeah. That's it. I don't... That's about it. I mean, I guess basically we just go over, like, kind of what our point in even having this even is. I mean, I know that it's a lot of it is just, like, we're bored, but... There are some things that we're actually interested in talking about that we talk about off camera. So we might as well talk about them on camera. Yeah. Like, we, you know, we're, it's kind of, kind of like what I said in a couple of posts, you know, we'll be talking about like, you know, like sports, you know, m mainly hockey and boxing and MMA. Cause it's, you're into like MMA and I'm in hockey. So mostly those two, uh, you know, maybe some football when the time comes around, no baseball. Cause I don't give, I, I don't, I could care less about that. Yeah, I, mean, I think the Pirates are on a five-game losing streak at this point. Uh, yeah. I know they had the home opener today. Didn't watch a single minute of that. Didn't they win, like, one game, and then everybody, would, like, lost their mind? They're like, oh, yeah, go Pirates! And then I just see these posts everywhere of, like, oh, Pirates already lost 74 in a row. And I'm like, eh, well, that's yeah. that's Pirates for you. Yeah, I think they won opening night, and then they've lost ever since going into today. I don't know if they won today or not. I don't know. The Pens were doing pretty good, though. They were on that, what, five or six-game winning streak and then got shredded by the Rangers. Yeah, they play again tonight, right? I think so, yeah. Malkin, Malkin's been practicing, they're saying. He's finally making mm -hmm. a comeback. Yeah, they said that he was skating in a contact jersey, so next couple of games, he's probably be back. Yeah. Right in time for playoffs. I haven't... When the Penguins first started playing, I watched almost every single game, and then I stopped after a while... And I haven't really been following it too much recently, but I, I mean, are, are yeah. we in the top right now? Like I couldn't even tell you, we could be out of playoffs and I wouldn't even know right now. Last time I checked, which was a couple of games ago, we were, we were third place in our division, but like tied for third because the Islanders also had the same amount of points, but they had, it was, they had more goals or there was some stupid weird thing of how they differentiated the tiebreaker. But like at that point in time, we were in the playoffs because it's still the same. I think it's still the the top three of each division goes in the playoffs still. But they kept that. Yeah, but us being in the hardest division that never means anything. It just, it doesn't matter. Like like would we we have Boston, we have the Islanders, we have the Capitals. Like it's not even fair. It's just not. Yeah, we have to run the gauntlet every single time we're trying to proceed in playoffs. Yeah, and then Capitals yet again, they're first in the division. Whoop de do there. And they're just gonna they're gonna yoink it in the playoffs. Like whoop de do there too. Oh, Ovechkin has one cup in like eighty years of him playing. That's awesome. Like everybody has to win once, except for maybe McDavid. <laughs> yeah. I think we dodged a bullet with uh with uh oh god, why can't I not think of his name? Um Matt Murray. With, I mean, we, we got rid of him and he went on to Ottawa and did absolutely nothing with Be him. Beginning of the season, though, wasn't he like best of his career? Everybody's like, oh, we threw, look at that. And then he just like, he just went down the shitter. He just completely yeah. just. I don't know, I, I, like a month in, he had the worst save percentage in the whole NHL, like behind backups and everything. So. I mean, Murray, in my opinion, was a good goalie, but he was never a starting goalie. He was a good, like, like. Like, with how the Penguins have it set up, we don't have a main goalie. We have two starters that we just rotate through. Matt Murray, in that circumstance, is perfect. But he's he's not the guy you can just rely on the whole time. Mm -hmm. But I don't think Jari or DeSmith are either. I don't think we're at that point yet where we could rely on one of them with a subpar second goalie. No, we got. I think we need to find something. It'd be like... 
if Vegas came to you and said they give us Flurry back, would you take him? I mean, I, I did. I think Flurry has to come back here at some point. I don't know for how long. It could be for like half a season or a season. I don't know. But I mean, that, that that's a big thing. Here. Everybody thinks he's going to retire here in Pittsburgh because we we bred him to what he is. But also, Flurry at this point isn't really doing that well either. I mean, he was benched what two seasons ago, and then uh that uh Subin was running the league like another nobody goalie yeah i mean i don't i don't know i i went to flurry's first game ever and how old are you like four i don't remember but it was i mean because it would have been 2000 and 2002 i don't remember it was in the 2003 four well five, it was so it had been three because it was it was we got flurry and the next year we got Malkin second, and then the year after that we got Crosby first because we went first, second, first in the drafts. Somehow, yeah, just mean, somehow. Well, that's what happens when you're terrible. And like 2000, the Penguins are the worst team in the league consistently. Everybody says we blew we blew the 0304 season to get or the season after to get Crosby. So everybody says because the the last like five games, like Lemieux, like just like didn't do anything barely skated like because everybody knew it was crosby like everybody's like it's it's not who's gonna be picked number first it's what team's gonna pick crosby i feel like that's how it always is in hockey it's it's never like hey we have the first pick and like in nfl you first pick you can pick a quarterback you pick a running back whatever but in hockey it's like okay whoever has the first pick we know they're picking austin matthews we know they're picking crosby we know they're picking whoever but that's, I mean, I would say most of the time, yeah, like a 90%, that's mostly what it is. But like, like this year was another sweepstakes year. The most recent draft, it was like Alex, like Lafenier guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently, like apparently he's supposed to be like another Crosby, but I haven't heard anything of him since he was drafted. But like, like Austin Matthews kind of came out of like left field. He was just like randomly like, oh yeah, this guy's going to be really good. But then he, the only reason he got real famous is he scored four goals in his first game. Yeah, yeah. He had a really good impression on everybody. Yeah, but but, on. but that game he scored four goals, Toronto still lost. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. At least I don't remember that. Yeah, they they still lost. It's like, if you look at, like, Connor McDavid, like, he's there's another guy that's just, he was like, oh, McDavid, McDavid. And all these guys are great goal scorers. They put up the points. But their teams are just absolute trash. Yeah, Edmonton has had how many first first number one picks yeah. in the last five, ten years, and they've done nothing with them. Mm-mm. No, it's it, it's like the same with like Toronto. Like Toronto, Toronto's doing good. They're doing very, very well in the regular season. But they have like Jonathan Tavares, they have Austin Matthews, they have Mitch Marner. Like with those people, you should be running the league. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But if you can't do anything in playoffs and win cups, what does it matter? It it doesn't mean anything. Just imagine how lucky we've been here in Pittsburgh with Crosby, Malkin, Latang, Gensel now, Flurry. I mean, we we've had some of the best players in the league, like in history, on our team currently. Like Malkin and Crosby will go down to some of the best of all time. Oh, but apparently Malkin isn't one the top hundred. I guess you know. I guess he he just gets booked for that one. Yeah, it's dumb. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like I don't. But like after they like retire with it, which is gonna be coming up soon. Like within the next five years, Penguins are gonna have to do a complete rebuild. You're gonna have like Jake Getzel as our captain, and he's gonna be like, "What the fuck do I do?" You know, like. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how he does without the other superstars beside him. I mean, because he is great. He's a great hockey player. He's one of the best. I mean, not like top five or somebody's top ten, maybe top twenty in the league. You know, but. How does he play without Crosby, Malkin? Yeah, because, like, he's... Yeah, I mean, because he was thrown on Malkin's line when he first started, and that's what made him all famous, is he scored his first shot, first goal, and then scored two. And everybody's like, oh, wow, look at this kid. And then all of a sudden, you throw him on Crosby's line, and just, boom, just, just, he was just... It it was unbelievable, the chemistry they have. Okay, so... You said Gazzo scored on his... Go ahead. So... I'm pretty sure this is AJ's mom in my chat right now. She goes, she goes. Mario scored on his first shot. We knew that, but Flurry gave up a goal on his first shot. 
I was going to say that. I was at his, and that's where I was going with when I said that, is I was at Flurry's first game ever. He gave up his first goal ever on the first shot ever taken on him. And but I see, remember, like, it's it not crazy. It deflated the whole stadium because I remember we were so excited. They called him out. He had the yellow pads back then, still. Comes out. They, they skate down, shoots, scores. Immediately, we looked down, like, oh, fuck, here we go again. Like, we, we, we suck so bad that we get the first pick, we choose Flurry, and now he's just not going to do anything for us. Yeah, and then, and, but like, Flurry has always been good, but sometimes under pressure, he would just crack. Mm-hmm. But because like if you look at the playoffs, other than 08 and 09, I mean, I mean, oh, I mean, 08 we lost, yeah, that sucked, and then we went back to back in 09 we won, but like Flurry, most of the time was a good goalie, but we just had such young kids that could just outscore everyone back then, and it was just, it, it was almost like Matt Murray, like like when we went back to back with Murray, most of it was our defense, and it's just outscoring, like yeah. I mean, yes, there was some games where, you know, Murray stopped, like, 43 shots. Like, yeah, that's awesome. But most time he was facing, what, like, 20? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just I'm thinking back to some of the Stanley Cup runs that we've had recently and some of the, like, the HBK line that we had that year. We just got so lucky. Like, no one wanted Phil Kessel. He was a coach killer. He's garbage. He's washed. No one wants him. He comes to Pittsburgh, and now look at him. He was That line will go down as one of the top five lines in any playoff history. It was just amazing. Does he even still play anymore, though? Uh, I, I could not tell you I'm where pretty he sure. is. Ah, oh, fuck. He oh, he's at, uh, is he in Arizona still? Arizona, but is he still there? I thought so. Yeah, I mean, you never hear anything about him. I mean, I heard he was, like, doing good, and then he was doing shitty, and then he was doing good again. I don't know. Yeah, he's still with the Coyotes. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks for looking that up. <laughs> yep, Jamie, pull up the video. <laughs> oh, let's look at his stats real quick here. All right, so this season, he's played 40 games and has 29 points with a negative 9. Oh, boy. And then last season, he played 70 games, 38 points, and a negative 21. Yeah, I mean, so he hasn't done anything since he's left us. And then his last year in Pittsburgh, 18-19, 82 games, 82 points. Negative 19, though. And then... The year before that, 82 games, 92 points. The year before that, 82 games, 70 points. 82 games, 59 points. I forgot he was on, like, a superhuman streak there for a while of, like, never missing a game. Well, some of these years you're you're saying he was on our team, right? Like, he hasn't, it, been, that, he hasn't been gone for that long from us, right? Yeah, he yeah he was on ours 15-16 uh, all the way down. So, yeah, the his, his last year with Toronto, he was 82 games, 61 points. First season with us, 82-59. Second, 82-70. And then 17-18 was, was actually his best year point-wise ever at 92. Wow. So, I mean, yeah, I, like he hasn't really done anything. He is a career negative 116. Holy shit. Man. Poor guy. Poor Phil. It makes you wonder why he doesn't like get along. He doesn't seem to get along with his teammates. I mean, he doesn't. He's not a like he's not no. a Crosby where he's been with one team forever. I feel like he just gets tired of being one spot. He just gets angry. Like I mean, remember how mad he used to get, like throwing shit and yelling. It was awesome. Like he's it was entertaining. But like he he can put up points if he tries. Now he's just not doing it. The thing about Kessel, too, is, like, you need a good center with him. You can't just throw any center and have him just go out there. Like, if you have, like, Ovechkin out there, you could put Ovechkin with, like, a rookie center, and Ovechkin will just take over and still shoot the puck, will still score goals. Kessel wasn't that guy. Nah, see, that, and that's really the thing. Like, I don't, like, Kessel's not a superstar by any means. He needs the guys around him. He's a solid player, or at least he was. He was a solid player, but he still needed the guys around him to kind of boost him. Yeah, but you put him in the HBK line, then oh boy. Yeah, look out. 
Ah, uh, dude, all because Malkin got hurt. Sully was like, here, we'll just throw these rejects together and see what happens. Bonino. Ah, uh, dude, I miss Nick Bonino. Yeah, he was one of my favorite guys to watch. Mm-hmm. He he was a good solid third line center. He was perfect for what he was. He wasn't wasn't great, wasn't bad. He was just a solid third line center. Haglin has nothing for him but his speed. But But he was so damn fast. Like that was a game changer, just having his speed I, on the team in general. I think he won a couple a couple of the times he went to the All-Star game, he won the speed competition. But now you have Connor McDavid that it has rocket ships attached to him. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like it's like trying to compete with Zdeno Chara in the in the hardest shot. Like you're just not going to do it for the yeah. most part. Like you may a year here and there, but for the most part, you're not going to compete. All right, so here's AJ's mom again. But what if Flower would have came out of first season and played good or even average in his first two seasons? We would have never got Malkin or Crosby. So actually, Flower playing bad or not the best in his first season saved our team. Hundred percent accurate. That is yeah. what because if. If Flurry would have came out and been a game changer and we would have had a positive season, we would have made the playoffs, we wouldn't have got first round or second or second pick the year after, which means we wouldn't have gotten Malkin. And if but if we wouldn't have gotten Malkin, we might have still been able to get Crosby because we probably would have maybe thrown the next year or whatever. But it's still like that. Like what if we didn't have I'd be interested to see like who was the second worst team behind us those years. Just see yeah, who would Crosby have gone to, who Malkin. We technically drafted Malkin before Crosby, right? Malkin was the year before, but he was drafted second. Ovi was first. But then Malkin had to go to he wouldn't he wasn't allowed to leave Russia, right? So yeah, he didn't he, like, he didn't he didn't he didn't play. Him and Crosby had the same starting season because yeah. Malkin had a problem with his visa or something, and they would like he wasn't allowed to play. But like imagine if we would have somehow got Three in a row first round picks. Yeah. What was that? I was just saying, yeah, I mean that I don't I don't know. Yeah. Well like imagine if we would have got like like three first round picks and we would have picked Ovi and Crosby. What do you think would have happened there? I don't think Ovi would have stayed. It, w- it wouldn't have worked because it, it would it would have been Crosby and Ovi together first line because Malkin's a center, Ovi's what a, a left winger, a right winger, I think left. Yeah, I don't. I just there, there's a point where you have too many superstars on a team. Everybody wants to puck. Everybody wants to score. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it, it, in hockey, you want to have the one guy where you want the puck on their stick at the end of the game. And in that case, where who do who has the puck? Crosby, Ovechkin, maybe Malkin. Like, who do you choose? I mean, but like, if you if you look at the old All Star games where like Crosby and Ovechkin used to play together, like the like the last time Crosby went when the three on three was initiated in the All Star game, they played together and they were unbelievable because Crosby's a playmaker, Ovechkin's a goal scorer. That's just how they play. Yeah, like Crosby doesn't care about who scores a goal as long as it goes in the back of the net. Ovechkin's like, give me puck, let me shoot, and just screams in Russian with his one tooth. You know, it's just all he does. He just sets up near the faceoff circle, and they just toss him the puck, and he just tries to snipe it in. He does the same thing Patrick Hornquist does, except Patrick Hornquist just tries to beat the crap out of people. Yeah. And I miss him till this day. I love him. Love that guy. In front of the net. Uh, did you know he was the last draft pick his year? Very, very, very last. Like he was one ninety two at a one ninety two. What the hell are they thinking? Yeah, and he was like, they're like, he's a, yeah, like he's a nobody. We don't care. And like, but like, he wasn't really. He would. He again. He was never an all star player. He's never the type of guy that if he's not playing for you, you don't know who the hell he is. But you always see him in front of the net, and he always is trying to make plays of getting people the hell out of the way. Yeah, I mean, that goes back to what I'm saying. You can't have all superstars. You have to have the guys that are going to grind. Back in the old days, it, it's, it sucks, but back in the old days, there used to be so much more fighting, too. So you needed to have the guys that weren't afraid to drop the gloves, like the George LaRock of it. Yep, like, the, 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 the Rock days was the best. Like, original Ryan Reeves, like, back when he was a rookie, yeah. dude. He was just beat the shit out of people. It was great. Like, I still watch Ryan Reeves' fight compilations till this day because he literally was just so fun to watch. 
and I loved it when he was on our team. Like, like when people would try to beat up Crosby, you just throw Reeves out with Crosby, and everybody leaves him alone. Who's a pretty scared the hell of that guy? I don't like. I try watching hockey games now, and it's just that grittiness and like the fighting. It's it's gone right now. Maybe people are afraid to touch each other because of COVID, but like you never see. No, there, there's yeah, but that's the thing about fights. You should they should allow fights to come back in because that causes all this dumb shit. Like Brad Marchand being a little rat that he is, and he's like tripping people, licking people, shoving people, doing all this dirty stuff because he knows that no one's gonna fight him because no one wants to take the ten minute penalty or no one wants to get suspended for doing this. And like that's what the NHL does now is like they just suspend everybody for everything. Is like, there a, so there's a rule in place you can't fight right now? I'm, there's there's been a, I think two seasons ago they implemented a rule where like it's like a five minute and or a ten minute if you fight. <sighs> it, yeah, I, I, I feel like that's such a big part of hockey. You can't take that. It away. was like I haven't seen a fight on the pens like a, a decent one since um Jimmy Alexiak fought Chara. <laughs> I wish there was fighting in other sports. No, that would be funny. Dude, imagine imagine football. Like, if you just have, like, Antonio Brown just, like, trying to fight a lineman. Not even, not even the... Well, yeah, I mean that, but just imagine two linemen, just these 300-pound men just trying to fight each other. Pulling it's so funny. <laughs> like, dude, I'm not, like, that, that's why hockey's just the best. Like, there's just nothing compared to it. All right, Aegis Mom again. Uh, season... 0405 was canceled, so us getting Crosby's actually because the year before we had number one pick, the year before we got him, the one we got Malkin. Okay, so the year we had Malkin, we picked him, but since the season was canceled, we had number one picks. So we automatically got to pick Crosby when he was eligible. So that's another like Cinderella story of like good first round pick. But if that wasn't canceled, Crosby probably I don't think Crosby would have been eligible to play, so he would have got picked the next year. So it all just fell in line perfectly. I forgot we had that lockout. Yeah. You remember the lockout when we were in high school? It was like half the season. Yeah, very vaguely. I just remember the season started super late, and yeah, and everybody's like, "What the hell's going on?" But like, look how well that season worked out, and look at the season now with like COVID and shit. Like, it's just, it's just, like the, the, the these games are just so like they're trying to fit all these games and all these things, and we have so many back to back games, and that's why some teams aren't doing well because if you only have what like what I said before, if you only have one all star goalie. And your backup is shit. How the fuck are you supposed to do six back-to-back games in a season? Yeah, I mean, if if you're a team that needs to catch up in the standings, the schedule is great right now because you're pe- you're playing teams back to back, and you know you have a chance to make up the points. But if you're if you're ahead in the standings, you hate it because a team that's right below you all it takes them beating you twice in a row, two nights in a row, and it's over. Or not I, over. But you're losing your spot. I. So in the standings right now, okay, this one blew my mind. Central Division, Panthers, Hurricanes, Lightning are top three. Okay. East Division, Capitals, Islanders, Penguins. We are four points behind the Islanders right now, but we're four points above the Bruins. So, well, the Islanders are on a three-game winning streak. We're on a two-game losing streak. Uh, West Division, you have Avalanche, Knights, and Wild. All right. That all makes sense. In the North Division, you got Maple Leafs, Oilers, and Jets. Fucking Patrick Line on the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> love that guy. He looks like a gremlin, but I love him. Oh, COVID ruined everything for sports. I can't. Like, I couldn't even tell you who, which players are on what teams. Like, I know the players are on our team for the most part, but I couldn't tell you what any other superstars other than like Ovechkin. Yeah, just when COVID started and players started moving around, it became like too hard to follow everything. Oh wait, Patrick Laine plays for the Blue Jackets now. What? Prime example of what I'm just talking. Yeah, about. like what? yeah, like. What even are the Blue Jackets? Where, where are they in the standings? Oh, God. They're what? One, two, three, four, five. They're six in their division right now. Oof. Oof. Big oof. They have a negative 29 differential right now. Jesus Christ. But, like, so coming to, like, our division, you're looking at the Bruins in fourth place right now. 36 games, 46 points. They're 20, 10, and 6. How much you think... 
that actually compares to like Chara leaving and playing with the Capitals now. Because I mean, the Capitals are only the Capitals technically have the same amount of points as the Islanders right now, so they're not blowing anything out of the water. Yeah, I mean, when Chara left, everybody made a big deal about it, saying how great the Capitals were going to be because of him. But like, how much help does Chara actually give a team? I don't think he's what he used to. I, mean, I don't even know what like. He, He's great, obviously, but he was never a superstar for a team. He was just this big body, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I knew when he went to the Capitals, I knew it wasn't going to change much. No, like, I knew with the Capitals, he wasn't going to do really anything. They just sent him there to try to win a cup. But, like, I, in my mind, if the, I mean, in a regular season, not this season, the Bruins have the same amount of chance to win a cup as the Caps do. Yeah. Like at least people like the Bruins. Like, I don't, I, I, I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. Like I, I, I don't know. Char is just a a big meaty man that just likes to shoot the puck and yell and fight people. I always hate facing him or ha watching teams face him just because like you can't get gritty with Char. He's just so big. No, if you try to fight him, you get your ass beat. Like it's yeah. not. Jamie, pull up the video. Like, I mean, imagine, like, somebody trying to battle with Char in front of the net or something. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. No, and and I think next couple seasons, you'll see people starting to fight back more against the Bruins because there's no Char anymore. Because mm -hmm. now that you have Marchand being, you know, dirty that he is, people might stop, you know, they might not take a shit anymore. I, I just hate Brad Marchand, dude. Like, he's he's a good player. But he's he's the type of guy that if he's not playing for you, you hate, you hate him. him. Yeah. yeah, that's how it always is. There, there, there's players that you hate solely because they're not on your team, whether it's because they're dirty or because they're just great. I mean, like as Penguin fans, we're taught to hate Ovechkin. I love Ovechkin. I think he's a great player. Only because he's so great. We hate him because he's great, and we don't want to we don't want a player that's greater than Crosby. Imagine if we had Vetchkin on our team. He'd be our favorite player, probably. But like, but like that's that's another thing about this Crosby Malt or this Crosby Ovechkin debate. I I looked this up the other day. I I'm I'm gonna get the exact things here. I I need a Jamie in my life. So we'll, he, well a few more podcasts in, maybe we'll get one of those. Yeah, just have like AJ in the background, just like throwing us stuff. AJ, look that up. All right, so. So Ovechkin career, he's played 1,187 games, has 13-12 points. Crosby, 1,022. So he's played 100 and, what, 65 less games? And their only difference is five fucking points. Five! How can you tell me someone is so much better, number one, and then Crosby's garbage? There's a five-point difference in 160 games. Yeah, man. Imagine if Crosby didn't have problems with what he it, had, a high ankle sprain at some point. Concussions. Game, all of his concussions. concussions. Multiple concussions. If, 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 different. If, you have, if you had Crosby play his full entire career... And, like, if they're the same exact games and Crosby... Because when Crosby got hurt, that was his prime time. Like, you know, if Crosby got hurt, like, three, four years ago, you know, he's obviously still, he's still a point-per-game player. He always will be. But he wasn't putting up the 120 points a season he was when he was a young kid. And that's when he got hurt. So he could have had... Fuck, if he would have played 40 more games, he could have had 80 more points. He could have had 100 more points. He, we, we don't know. I mean, did Ovechkin have any big injuries at all? Uh, there like, was probably some. I don't really... I don't recall Ovechkin ever, like, missing half a season or something. No, and then that's the thing. And there's only a five-point fucking difference between them. And you're telling me that Ovechkin's better? No, absolutely not. It's not even a debate. Ovechkin is not a bad player by any means. But he is number two. In the, in the salary cap era, he has been the second best player. And it always will be. He's, he, he has won Stanley Cup. Crosby has been to four. He's won three of them. There's a five-point difference between them. Like, oh, yo, Ovechkin always wins the Rocket Richard Trophy. That's cool. You, you, you sit in front of the net. You, you score goals. That's awesome. But, like, I'd rather have a playmaker on my team 
that can win us a game other than one guy trying to score a goal every single time. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. That's just, that's just me talking here. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure we'd be saying sort of the opposite thing if we were a Capitals fan. We'd probably be saying, well, you know, maybe we would be finding, hey, Ovechkin missed this amount of games this one season, and he's much better than Crosby, and he's a better goal scorer. And I mean, which we, we've seen. He is a better goal scorer. He 100% is. Scorer. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily make you a better player because you're a better goal scorer. Yeah. I, I see, like, it, but like the, them two also, like, if, if you look in the next five years, it's going to be the same debate with Austin Matthews and with fucking um what's his name connor mcdavid it's gonna be the same debate again of oh which one's better which one's just because austin matthews is more of like the ovi he's more of the goal scorer whereas mcdavid is more of the crosby he's the playmaker but if those two teams don't start doing something with their defense and their goaltending other than toronto because apparently they're doing great this year but like if the oilers don't do something with their goaltending Ovechkin's just gonna be left in the dust he's just gonna be you know, a guy that's, oh, he's 10th overall on points when he retires in 20 years. Like, that's awesome. But, like, no one's going to know who he is. Yeah. Like, championships get people that championships get your name out there. They get the revenue that everybody wants. And, uh, uh, yes, let's hear the crazy fact Mama Bear AJ. <laughs> I think it's AJ's mom. I don't know. We'll find out. What's your name? Mama Bear AJ. Mom, it's, yeah, I mean, I feel like it wouldn't. I feel like none of our friends would be pulling out these facts, so it has to be somebody's mom. Yeah, I mean, it. it, it I, I know she loves hockey, so. Okay, well then, that's good. Yeah. Right, so, but so we'll look at Malkin real quick. Malkin has played nine hundred and thirty-six games, and he has eleven 1, hundred points. So that's the thing too about like him. Like, what if? Malkin played another hundred games would when he was younger. Would he be close to them? Would he be at, you know, he, he's a point per game player. So would he be at the thirteen hundred mark like them? Like that's that's another thing. Like he gets left in the dust too because, you know, he gets left in the dust mainly because of Crosby. That's the only thing. If if Malkin got drafted to any other team, he'd be their number one, and it wouldn't be the Crosby and Ovi show. It'd be the Crosby Malkin Ovi show because it would just be them three battling it out the whole time. Jeez, could you imagine those three on separate teams? It, I mean, it'd be entertaining because you would have three great teams that just, like, go off. Uh, if you took away Wayne's goals and just went off his assists, he would still have the most points in NHL history. It's That was such a different time, though. I mean, it was yeah. like go goalies didn't do the butterfly, like they barely didn't do anything. But, but that's the thing too; that will never be broken. That will never ever be broken. Hold that, hold that forever. Yeah, but, but exactly. But that's ridiculous because if you took Crosby, Malkin, Ovechkin, Connor McDavid, any of the major superstars now, and put them back then, they would blow Wayne and Mario out of the water. That, that's the thing, too. That's what Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux have, have said. They said if you put today's hockey players, like even Crosby not being that fast, if you put the play style today and you just like take these kids and throw them back into like, you know, the 70s and 80s, they would be scoring 400 fucking points a season. It wouldn't, even, it, it would just be ridiculous. I mean, the goalies wore like very little pads. Yeah, like they didn't do a butterfly. They stood up the whole time. They, they couldn't yeah. catch a beach ball. Imagine if you took some of the guys. Imagine if you went way back to when the when the goalies like wore little masks or didn't wear a mask at all. Back like, when Jim Rutherford used to be a goalie. Like, it, it wouldn't even be close. Mm -mm. But there's always going to be the debate because you can't compare the two. If you look back in Crosby or in Mario and Wayne's time, those two were the best of all time. If you look now, you're looking at Crosby, Ovechkin. Those are mm -hmm. the best. Yeah, and I, I'm curious to see, like, like our kids' generations, you know, like, who's going to be their number one guy? Because, like, we grew up watching Crosby, Malkin, Ovechkin, Fleury, all them play. But, like, we were lucky enough that we at least were able to see Mario play a little bit when we were younger because he came back again. Like, my mom always brags me. She's always like, I got to see Mario win both cups, and I got to see Wayne Gretzky play. And I was like, that's cool, mom. Okay, whatever. It's fine. But, like, yeah, what's... 
Yeah. Like, what, what, are, what are our kids going to, like, grow up with? Like, like you know, in 10 more years when all these superstars retire and no one, no one knows what to do anymore, like, what kids are in the pipeline? Like, like what? Is what... It, isn't Malkin's son, like, three or four by now? He was born the same exact day as my niece. Fun fact. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, let's go 10, 12 years from now. Malkin's son is 18, 19, coming mm-hmm. to the NHL. I mean, those are going to be the future. Players like you know, Malkin's son or like, I guess you can't even say that because like some of the kids, some of the guys that are coming out now, they don't, they're not related to other players. No, but like, like, most of the time people that relate to people, they're like, they're just, eh, they're, they're mediocre. Random kid who went to, you know, he lived in America, but then he went to Canada to play hockey or he was born in Quebec or something, started playing yeah. junior nationals. All right, so before my next question here, so Mom and Bear AJ, who would your who would your Mount Rushmore of Penguins be? How many people are on the Mount Rushmore? How many people do we have? There's four. There's four, right? Yeah, there's four. Sure, let's go with that. Um, what's well, it's tough because it's, it depends where you're going. Like if you're going by like the best Penguins of all time, like. That's much different than if you go to the best four that I've been able to continuously see in my life. Like I can't put I can't put Mario on the Mount Rushmore of players that I've seen play. I've only saw him play a few years, and that was when he was about to retire. Mm-hmm. But if you put best of all time, he's obviously right there. So I mean, I think if you do best of all time, you have Crosby, Malkin, Mario, and Yager. But I rarely got to see Yager play at all. He's still playing hockey over in yeah, over in Russia. He like owns something. Yeah. No, he's not my brother, Diarrhea. You've played with him before. This is a piece of loin. <laughs> uh, well, so well, here's the thing: you have to put Mario up there. You have to put Badger Bob Johnson up there, and you have to put Crosby up there. So there's three already. It's pretty much just who's your fourth going to be. Is it going to be Malkin? Is it going to be Yager? Is it going to be that one captain that died in a car crash that they retired his jersey back in the heyday? Yeah, but he didn't actually do anything, right? No, I, I don't really – no, I, it was – He was supposed to be a superstar, and he died, so they did his number, which to this day it's amazing that um, Mario and his number add up to make Crosby's, but – that's just the general weird fact about it. Well, Crosby was born seven eighty seven, and he picked number eighty seven. He was yeah, reason. Yeah, he was probably born fucking eighty seven minutes into the day or some crazy shit like that too. Like, I mean, but if you're choosing who we've consistently gotten to see in our lifetime, I mean, Crosby, Malkin. Then where do you go from there? I mean, yeah, th- those are the two obvious ones, but also well, like they're, they're, there's three different things. You, there, there's all time, which is Mario, Badger, Crosby, and whoever the, uh, a fourth, yeah, whoever. Four. Yeah, and then there's there's just players, which is Mario, Yager, Crosby, Malkin, and then it's and then it's modern day, who it's Crosby, Malkin, probably Flurry, and then whoever oh, your yeah, fourth wants to be. Yeah, maybe Flurry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think back to like. In our lifetime, the superstars we've had have been those three. I mean, Latang's been great, but is he the fourth best in our lifetime? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, like Latang was. Latang also was was kind of like a secret superstar too. He wasn't drafted high up. He wasn't top ten or top twenty, but he came to our team and he tried his ass off, and he was one of the young kids that just became a superstar playing with us. It's 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 too hard to do that with sports. Trying to pick the best because every player has like something that they're better at than another person. Yeah, and then if if you wait five more seasons, you might see Jake Etzel be up there. He might just blow yeah. up and start being crazy. Like we have a lot of young kids. Like like Brian Russ in my mind's underrated as can be. Like I don't. I it's there's a lot of there's it's a lot of talk. We talked about hockey for forty minutes. Yeah, I know this. This is supposed to be about whiskey and gaming. We talked about Pittsburgh Penguins and hockey for the last forty-two minutes. Yeah. All right. So let's 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 bucket this. All right. We'll we'll bucket the hockey talk for another one. Now what? Now what are we talking about? What's the next one going to be? What's well, the thing? Typically, there's a smooth transition from one to the next. Like Not... we would have talked about hockey, and then like it would have smoothly went into like another thing. But you can't really go from hockey to 
whiskey or video gaming or anything like that. All right, well, I could say video games make me want to drink whiskey because they make me angry. For example, Warzone. That game makes me want to gouge my eyes out, but I can't stop playing it. You're playing Warzone again? So I, I, I'm literally obsessed with that game. I'm obsessed with it. I play it all the time. Why? Like, What made you start playing it again? On the charity stream, I uh, played it, and I had so much fun. And I've just, been, I've just been playing it. Like, I'll play with, like, Diarrhea. I'll play... Diarrhea does carry me all the time. I'll play with, like, Beagle, Toad, or Tony. And, like, we're... Cheaters? I've ran into a couple, but, like, we're usually just so bad. We just die so fast. It doesn't matter. We don't get to see that's cheaters. The reason, that's the reason why I stopped playing. I mean, if I die early on, it's one thing, but I'm not playing a 40-minute game, and there's me and you versus two cheaters left, and they're just shooting us through walls, and it ends. I've had, I've had some... Where I've like been skeptical, like, all right, that guy flicked super fast, you know, stuff like that. But I haven't had any blatant obvious, like, I'm 700 meters away and a guy sniped me out of the air. I haven't had that. Okay. Maybe I'll have to give it a shot. I mean, because we're still a ways away until the next COD. The next COD, you know, they don't come out till fall. Yeah, I think like so, November usually. Yeah. So maybe I'll have to get back into it. I know there's, there's new maps and stuff all, all the way. Well, they, um, they just, like nerfed a fuck ton of guns in both pods. Well, there's always going to be the, the the meta or whatever where the the streamers and the competitive players they find the best gun, and then the creators of COD go in and switch them and make sure they're not as good anymore. Yeah, like the the AUG for example. The AUG was like the meta because the AUG was just overpowered as hell. And then Mac 10 still the best. Well, so here's the thing about Black Ops: they nerfed the LC10, the AK74, and the Mac 10. But now the Milano is the best gun again, like it was when I first started playing. So now people are just going to be using that all the time, and all of a sudden that gun's going to be too good, and then it's just going to keep moving stuff up and down. That's the thing about, but like the LC10 had to be nerfed. Like that gun was just stupid. It was a battle pass gun. You had to be like level 30 in the battle pass to get. And then it was just ridiculous. There was zero recoil. You just headshot everybody. Stupid. Made me want to throw my... The LC-10 in Black Ops. I haven't even heard of that, I don't think. It was terrible. But like in Warzone, the AUG was number one. And then they made the recoil like ridiculous, which is how it should be. But people still, you know, they just... Don't get me started on controller players, but controller players, it just doesn't matter. (laughs) <laughs> I, feel, I don't i feel like warzone if you don't have a sniper rifle it's game over like that's how i always like, if i never sniper rifle i knew i wasn't gonna win they just came out with a new controller or not a new controller a, a new sniper like came out like i think today or something i'm at the hop back in that maybe this weekend or something play i've been looking now for like i've been trying to find a new i bought that american truck simulator game and i, I stopped playing it already Dude, it was, really- it was just so funny hopping your stream. I just see you sitting there just staring at your little truck. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I thought it was doing something that I could see myself doing for like hours on end, just like driving this truck. And like I signed up for like, uh, it, I mean, it was free, but I signed up to like, they have a mod where you can play online. So while I'm doing my route, there's also other people doing their routes and stuff, but it never worked. And then after a while, I was like, I'm really going to sit here in front of the computer and play for an hour and a half on stream just to do one delivery. And then once I make that delivery, sign up for another delivery and play another hour and a half of just driving down the road. And I always thought that that'd be something that was fun, but apparently not. Is that game VR supported? Um, I don't think so. But I see the majority of the people I see streaming it, they have like the full setup with like the uh, steering wheel and the pedals. And like the gears, like I was doing it like <laughs> not to completely out myself, but I was doing like automatic because in real life, I don't know how to do, I don't know how to drive a stick. So it's like on the game alone, I was like, okay, I can't worry about like when to shift. So I just one button to accelerate, one button to stop. And that was it. Oh yeah. I mean, if you're playing with like, you know, a keyboard mouse or a controller, what's the point of you trying to shift the damn thing? Yeah. But I see some of the streamers I was watching, they have the full getup, they have the steering wheel and the step and like they got the gear shift over there, like shifting as they're going. 
they, they take it seriously. But. Well, th that's the thing about like like sim racing is a huge thing. Like my boss has a sim racing setup, and he has he has three monitors. He has the chair, and he has he has an actual like push steering wheel. He has actual shifters. His pedals are like spring loaded, like to actually feel like a car. It's 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 insane that people's like. And I'm in a sim racing group on Facebook just to see all these crazy things, and people spend like thousands, thousands, thousands of dollars on this stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, similar to how, like, I may get excited when COD comes out or hockey comes out each year. Those players are pumped as hell when the next, you know, NASCAR game or I don't even know what other racing games are out there nowadays. But I can't stick to one game. I can't. I, I, when those games come out, those people are all about it. They buy it. They're standing there midnight waiting to buy it. Like, that's what they do. But I've been trying to find new games recently. There's, I don't know if you've seen. It's called Knockout City. I think it is. It's a dodgeball game. So it's like there's two teams, and it's in the. I, I don't. I think the beta might have ended now. But it's like two teams, and just it's dodgeball, but in a big city, and like you're not flying around, but like there are certain powers where like you the the dodgeball you're using could be like a sniper dodgeball. So like when you throw it, it automatically hits them. I don't know. I haven't gotten to play it yet. There was an open beta this past weekend. I haven't played it. I didn't play it. That's interesting. Well, the, the next game I'm going to start is... Have you, you ever played Titanfall? Yes. I've you, played... Specifically, I've played Titanfall 2 before, which I know you recently wanted to... You were doing the campaign for it yeah, or something? Yeah, I'm a... Dude, I, did you play the campaign of Titanfall 2? I don't think so. I think I just tried... I messed around with it when it came out, like maybe the multiplayer. I don't even remember what the game setup is, but I wasn't good at it, so I stopped. Yeah, because Titanfall 1 was multiplayer only, and it was Xbox. And then Titanfall 2 came out, and they added a campaign to it, and they released it on PC and PS4 and Xbox. And the multiplayer was, like, mediocre at best. Like, it, it was fun. Like, you could, like, jump in a Titan, run around. It was cool. But that campaign is honestly, like, one of the top three campaigns ever created it's amazing it's super short like i i, I got the game i went home at like four o'clock and i played all night and i beat it and i was i mean i was up to like six in the morning the next day but like i beat it at one sitting it was just that good of a game it's super short but i'm gonna play it again because that game's amazing but there's multiplayer for that too right yeah and people people still play titanfall 2 multiplayer like if you you know get lucky enough to find a lobby it doesn't have hackers in it you know kind of like people still play modern warfare 2 for christ's sake but it's just all hackers oh, oh you can find multiplayer people play multiplayer on any game like i have one of the only ps4 discs i have left that i haven't gotten rid of is infinite warfare for call of duty oh, God, and if I, if I put it in there right now it, it to this day it's thought of as one of the worst cause of all time because of the flying and stuff that's what and, made it bad and that's what made it bad sure but the problem was is i learned how to play infinite warfare after the next game came out like i t learned from one of my friends like the right like uh controller setup to play infinite warfare like you have to use a good setup where your jump is no longer like the a button on my control or not whatever the x button on my ps4 controller you use the analog stick so that you can jump and aim at the same time but i didn't learn that until the new game came out so i was playing infinite warfare a year after the game is gone already that that's just like how you're supposed to play fortnite with a controller you're supposed to have either a scuff or like the elite controller and you're supposed to have like you're supposed to have your buttons on the back like jump and shotgun at the same time so you can just like do dumb shit like that or you set it up like for builder pro they always talk about but i never did that to this day, I still don't play that way because that's not how I learned to play. That's the problem with gaming is unless you're a Call of Duty diehard, the first time you're playing a game, you have to learn what the best controls are. It might take you a year to learn the controls. That's what I like Call of Duty. It's WASD and you point to shoot. Simple. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess when you go away from the flying, it's not that hard. But to this day, I still jump. Like whenever I go to shoot somebody i typically jump because i'm so used to flying in infinite warfare i've i've That's been i've been starting to to pro now i've been i've been i've been clicking that control button just clicking that shit i don't know i mean like i've i've tried so many different like shooter games tactical games and i, I keep going back to cod because it's a big name and they typically have okay games, at least. They're fun to play. Specifically, this call is great because it has the 2v2 mode and 3v3 mode. That's all I play. It's amazing, dude. Face-off yeah. is amazing. It's the best thing they've ever it's added. It's not fun anymore to play, like, the big maps. 
No, I hate them. I hate all of them. Yeah, like it's battle royale modes and small like 2v2, 3v3. Those are what the games need to kind of move towards. And that's what I like about this too is they integrated both both CODs, like the Battle Royale Warzone with Black Ops, like both guns are interchangeable, so you can level up one and the other. Because I can only imagine, like, Jess trying to level up a gun playing a Battle Royale. That would just be impossible. Yeah. But, like, you can just hop on the Black Ops, you get your AUG, you play ten games of face-off, and there you go. You can add your fucking thermal now in Warzone, then you can just the destroy Warzone, kids. Yeah. yeah. It's it's awesome. And hopefully the next one will be like that, but I feel like Warzone's just gonna be out... Actually, I don't know about that because what was the first the first COD Battle Royale they came out with? That was uh, oh, I don't remember what it was called. I forget. Uh, it was all it was on. It was Black Dookie. It was it was Dookie. But but it was great when it came out because that that was what like that was the new thing like Battle Royale games. Since Fortnite, when Fortnite came out, everyone was like, like I remember I played Fortnite like the week it came out. Nobody knew about it yet. I played it. I told everybody about it. They played it. They're like, this is stupid. I'm never playing it again. I hate it. I went off, never played it again. And then like six months down the line, everyone's talking about Fortnite. Best game ever. We're going to go competitive. I'm like, okay, well, I could have been playing this whole time. It was Blackout for Black Ops 4. Blackout. That's right. Black Ops 4. Yeah, yeah. Blackout. I enjoyed it because that was the first Battle Royale. But now you look back, that game's terrible. Dude, I I hated Fortnite. I can't believe I have almost 18 days played a fact fucking game they, they try too hard they, they tried to make it so fancy and they do all these cinematic things but they don't make the gameplay any better season like, three four and five were perfect it was fun you didn't just have these crazy animals running around building mansions around you and it was just having a good old time and then and then they they, they, they take away these guns they had a charged shotgun they like do all this stuff but like the other things that are necessary. They like nobody. I get that you need to kind of keep up with the times, but nobody needed cars on Fortnite or boats. I didn't give a crap if I could swim or not. No, nowadays it's like, oh, well, you got to swim upriver, downriver. We're getting a boat. Let's get in a go kart. Like, Let's no. go fishing. In the old days, it was you run on foot to get to the next area, or if you were lucky enough, you could use like the bounce pad. Or you could use, uh, or like the little trampoline thing, or you could use one of the, you would jump in and it would like transform you to like into the air or whatever. Yeah, the, the rift. The rifts were fun. Rift, yeah. Thank you. So that was about all you had. But now it's it's so hard, even though I do it all the time when I play, it's so hard to die to the storm. Like there's always ways to get to the next area. Yeah, there's like no point in having like a storm in that game. It just makes the circle lo lower. I don't know. Yeah. That that game just that game just made me so mad all the time. All the time. I'm interested to see what's next though. Do you, think, uh, you think Halo puts a battle royale in it? Apparently they've been talking about it, but it doesn't matter what the fuck happens. You're gonna get these like twelve year old kids. They're gonna come home from school. They're gonna rip a line of G fuel off their desk that their that they bought with their mom's fucking credit card, and they're gonna hop onto their fucking PS5 and they're just gonna just bum rush all of us. Doesn't matter. We're gonna get ass raped no matter what game we play. We're too old. It just that's how it is. We haven't played or we haven't played every day for the past five years like the streamers. We're not twelve years old of the reflexes. We're just fucked. We're just the middle generation. We're just screwed. It's over. We're done with. Yeah, We're washed. I didn't grow up with an Xbox or anything like that, so I never played Same. Halo. I don't have anything until I was a freshman in high school. So, like, I I mean, I always had PlayStation. Mm -hmm. So when the new Halo comes out, you can bet your ass I'm going to get it because I know it's going to be great and it's supposed to be the next big thing and everyone's excited for it, but I'm going to be so bad. I'm I was no idea what to do. I was so bad at Halo. I, I downloaded the Master Chief Collection to play with, like, Hode and all them, right? And, like, they have all this fun because Hode had an Xbox. And, like, I played with Hode when he would come over to my house and he'd bring it because that was the – that was, like – that. that's what also Halo did. You could have, like, four people play on one account on Halo. Like, you'd have a four-person split screen, which was awesome. And, like, I would play with him. But I would just – I would be so bad. And I would play what? Like, once every month or so when he'd bring his Xbox over? So, like, I never got to play all the time. Like, I don't know what to fucking do. I don't know what half these guns are. I don't know how sh shit shoots. Like, no. I walk in. I try to kill somebody. And I'm like, oh – you have armor. Now I'm dead. Like it's awesome. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the game, how that game goes. Trying to play that, but otherwise, I don't really know. Like, 
just trying to find a new game to play. Maybe I need to get back into Warzone. It was always fun playing Warzone. It is fun. It makes me mad, but it's fun. But like, I don't know. Cyberpunk released a huge patch like today or something. They said they finally fixed the fucking game. Yeah, they came out with a huge patch uh, sometime this past week, but like, I'm still not going to play yet because all they did was fix the game. And to be honest, I didn't think much needed to be fixed on my end. You're the only person that could run that fucking game. Dude, I couldn't do shit. It wouldn't fucking work. I don't know if my settings were just like the perfect amount. Like I, I had like the perfect setting set to like the right levels, but I never had problems with it. It would it it I think it uh crashed once or twice, but like I beat the game, never had a problem. Graphics were fine. I think it was because we don't or because I don't have a I didn't play it on PS4. Like my brother bought it on the PS4 and he hated it. He said that the graphics were terrible, so he got a refund. They even said like you can't play that game on last gen console. Like you have to play it on PC or like a new console because the old ones just can't fucking handle it. They just couldn't do it. So I mean, once they put the new DLC out, I'll be grinding that again. Oh Jesus! Do do stuff, but I've already beat the story mode twice because there's so there's like a bunch of different routes you can take. I've done it twice, and I haven't played it in months now. You stream like the whole fucking thing too. Yeah, I it's. I only had it when it first came out for like I think I played it for like a month maybe not even a couple weeks and it's by far the most played game on my whole Steam by far not even close dude you were every I would I would be sitting here at work and I'd be like oh I know I know Corey's off today on a Friday look he's playing fucking Cyberpunk at 10 in the morning I'm like what the fuck are you doing yep that's what I did but yeah no I mm-mm. I I played it I got way too many stutters couldn't get the run well. Kept crashing. Said, fuck it. Have you tried it since the new patch? Nope. You're going to have to give it a shot. See if it works. Nope. It's going to sit there and collect dust. Well, not to mention, there's still no multiplayer yet. That's going to be coming way down the line. Dude, I don't even want to talk about multiplayer. If you can't get a fucking story mode game to run well, imagine having a multiplayer game. Fuck no. I can only imagine the cheaters that are going to be playing multiplayer for Cyberpunk. I completely forgot about Cyberpunk, honestly, until you brought it up right now. It's GTA, but pretty colors. That's all it is. Apparently, the new GTA was released, and my brother was telling me. Oh, no, like, yeah, apparently. Yeah, they were talking about like GTA 6 or some shit. Oh, no, but the game hasn't been released. No, like released, but like yeah, announced. Like announced, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, now that's a game that I will grind. Like, I've. If you took what games across all my consoles I've ever had. GTA is by far the highest. Like I have to have hundreds upon hundreds of hours of GTA because I had it since it came out on PS3, and I've played it since then. Same. I got it when it came out junior year. It was either junior or senior year. I skipped school that day, and I made my mom go pick me up, and I was like, "Let's go!" And it was that's all I did, and I played the whole thing. I did all three alternate endings. I had so much fun with it. And now when I play it, I'm like, wow, it's the same game I played when I was in high school. And like, I'm like, this is stupid. Nothing's changed. They add new DLCs all the time, but nothing changed. If anything, (sighs) it's actually more frustrating now because the DLCs they add, like, hey, you can now buy a submarine. It only costs you $15 million. It's like, okay, well, I haven't played this game in a long time, so I only have like 500K in my account. So it looks like I'm never buying a submarine. The only reason I have it on my computer is because Epic Games gave it to me for free for a week. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to download it. And then if I ever want to play it in the future, at least I'll have it. And I played it, I think, twice with AJ. We got online. We tried to do a mission. We got exploded. There's cheaters everywhere. People are falling around the map. And I alt F4 and I haven't played since. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... It was fun back in the day, but now there's too many people that... People take the game way too seriously. So, so much. And... If somebody has more money, they could buy a better, they could buy a tank or whatever. It's just, it was way fun way back when it was an even playing field. And the amount of money I had was the same as everybody else. Yeah. So, so you're thinking, so how much, how many days do you think you have played in GTA across PS3, 4 and PC? I wouldn't even be able to guess. I don't even, I don't even know. There has to be a way for me to look that up somewhere. But I, I can tell you my most played game, 58 fucking days in RuneScape there, my guy. RuneScape? 58 days, bro, I have in that fucking clicker game. 
fill up fucking pixels. See, that's a thing. You started playing that way long ago, though. So, well, like, yeah, it, that it, account's like it, 13 years old. Yeah, so like, I mean, like, that's why you always told me, like, you should download RuneScape, give it a shot. And it's like, my first time playing RuneScape is, you know, 2019 or whatever, when you tell me to download. And I look at it, it's like, the graphics are terrible. Yes, that's a point. Old school RuneScape but, is the best. But that's what I'm saying. But then you go back, when you started playing for the very first time, it's like, oh, these are just what the graphics are. It's no big deal. Yes, it was awesome. There is RuneScape so, like, 3, which is EasyScape, it's, and that's pretty colors, and that's high graphics and all this shit in HD and... I remember when RuneScape came out with it, it. It wasn't the it wasn't RS3 yet. It was RS2, and it was just like the HD version of it, and that was like revolutionary. Like they were like, "Holy shit! They actually see you walk now, and there's motion and this and that." It was amazing. Now I look at it, and I was like, "Fuck that! I want this goddamn like pixelated mess on my screen." Yeah, I think I think what I've learned is that I need to just when the new games come out that seem like they could become something i need to just play them and stick with it because like fortnite like i played Fortnite. i was one of the first first like probably i don't know hundred thousand people have ever played fortnite and then i stopped and now even though we hate it now it's like one imagine of the biggest where you could have been if you yeah. just would have stuck with fortnite played it got good streamed it you could have been a millionaire you could have been a fucking millionaire well that's like i, I get first of all i should have had a pc all these years because like, well, I told you since day one, you just didn't fucking listen to me. Well, I mean, it took me a little bit of time, but like, like for example, like, what if Cyberpunk's like that? What if I just hate Cyberpunk right now, and then multiplayer comes out in like a year or two, and it becomes the next big thing? But I'm so tired of Cyberpunk by then that like I'm just not good at it. Yeah, I don't know. You just need to find a game that like twelve year olds love, and you just need to get good at it before other people are good at it. Cause that's it. That, that's all it is. It's it's the same thing in music. The it's just, like I said about a day to remember their most recent album, which you love because you love that fucking music. It's twelve year old girl music, and that's where the that's money is. It's all I know. I don't know the old. I don't know the heavier stuff. So I come in at this stage and I see the music that they're releasing, and I love it. But for someone like you, it's like, what the hell is this shit? Like, yeah, this is not what I grew up on. It's fucked. But but again, I don't blame them because ever since they did that song with Marshmallow, they got popular. And when you get popular, you have twelve year old girls with rich moms that'll buy your shit. It's the same thing with video games. You have twelve year old kids that steal their mom's credit card and give you money. It's the same thing with video games and music. It's just one boys, one's girls, and they're both giving your daddy's money. It's all it fucking is. Yeah. And you can't change my mind on it. That's just that's just, that's all it is. That's all it is. All it is. I mean, just it'd be nice to just find the next big thing and get get in on it early and just like become great. I've never had a game that I was great at. I was very very good at NHL. To this day, I still am at online with teams as well as just versus one on one. I've always been very good at hockey, but I'm not good enough to like go competitive with it. Like some of the guys that I've played with in the past on these in these I've played in competitive leagues and I've been one of the best defensemen in the league, but not enough that I could go competitive and win money. And I because I, I they've get been playing for fucking years. That's that's what it is. I it's all games are fucked, all of them. It's all ridiculous. It's just it, it it's all fucked. It's all fucked. Everything is. Just, there's not enough time to like these twelve year olds. That's what they do all day. They just play. They go to school, they come home, and they play from the time they get home to the time they go to bed, and then they wake up tomorrow, and they do the same thing. Me, like, I don't have the time in my life to, like, I go to work, and I come home. I can't just come home and be like, hey, you know, I'm going to go play video games for the rest of the night. Like, I got to go to the gym. I have to make dinner. I have to get ready for the next day. Going to the gym, LOL. Well, you know, I got to try to stay healthy at least. No, I, I, nope. I've been trying to eat healthier just because, like, it's cheaper and better for you, and I feel great. I've been eating like fucking yogurt every day now, and I feel awesome. It's weird. I, I mean, I eat, I eat yogurt every single day. Yeah, I I, I I have my four to five eggs. My either I mean bacon obviously isn't healthy, but I either have like my bacon or my sausage or my capacity, my eggs in the morning, and I have a nice glass of milk. And then for dinner, I'll have like a burger, or like a steak or chicken or something. My mom just bought us a fucking air fryer, my dude, and that thing is game changer, game changer. mint. But we should we should hold this conversation for next week though. Okay, so because, because it'll be good to have something that we know we're going to talk about 
So we'll talk next week about basically how your eating has changed because I can sense that it has. Because I remember typically when we talked about your eating, it's always like, I remember going to Giant Eagle when they had that deal for those salt and vinegar chips or whatever. They I were. still, I still, I still get those. I still, I and still buy chips. Bought, they had a deal and you bought like 10 bags for like a dollar or something. They were 10 for $10. You can't tell me I wasn't about to fucking buy 10 bags. So we will discuss that next week. We'll talk about eating and food and nutrition stuff and then hopefully get into whiskey considering that that's like the main part of all this um it's his life of whiskey gamers yeah we talked we, I, I don't know yeah i mean we talked about gaming a lot which is good mccallan there you go there, there's your whiskey hard bag there you go perfect all if right any, the, anything smoky that's all we need to talk about um, mccallan or anything smooth that's the way blake leans anything super rough and smoky that's where i lean Oh, yeah, dude. I, oh, my God. Ooh. All right, guys. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, like I said, this will be up tomorrow, uh, probably around midday, on Apple Music and Spotify. And if you're listening to it, then it's already up on Apple Music and Spotify. So...